Hey, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing the Marvel Multiverse RPG. Uh, we're playing on our own Earth LOL, where mutants are the only people with superpowers, and our players are uh, basically rebuilding the X-Men. They, they've picked up quite a few people along the way. They've gotten Entourage going, uh, and they're really coming into their own. They are now rank four, so they are legendary superheroes. Uh, we have been kindly blessed by the Marvel gods with some giveaways. Uh, they've given us some Demiplane uh, digital codes to hand out, and we have to announce a winner from last week's uh, giveaway in the YouTube comments. Uh, who who was it that won, Jeff? Who is our winner from last week? John418. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, that is incorrect. This is why uh, it's Ken418. <laughs> Ken418. Ken418. Ken <laughs> so close. Who loves Thank mutants. you, Ken four one eight, for loving mutants. Uh, we appreciate that. you watching the show. Uh, if you're bummed that you didn't win, don't worry. We're going to do another giveaway tonight, about halfway through the session. Uh, so hang out and chat, uh, and get another chance to win the Demi Plane Core Rulebook. Let's do some character introductions. We're going to do a little differently again. Last time, uh, last week, we uh, pretended that you were all in the cafeteria introducing each other. I'm going to have you introduce yourselves again. But we are opening up with a frame, breaking news, murderous mutants in the Hamptons. Is anywhere safe? Benedict Ryan has the details. And it cuts to this America's most wanted style show. And it begins going on about how uh, the most dangerous mutant criminals uh, that are plaguing the U.S. right now. And the four of you have made it to the top four slots uh, in no particular order. Uh, we are going to start with Kipser. What does your clip, your segment look like as this new show warns the public about you and your powers? Thank you, Stephen. Now, behind me, you will see the image of one of our top dangerous individuals out there right now. They are uh, porting people into unknown areas, our thoughts and prayers out to those poor individuals that have never returned home. Less than 100, but still it's a great number and rising. Uh, and you can see the property damage that they've done to these poor buildings and the road work had to be redone thousands and thousands of dollars. And who's going to pay that? The taxpayers. Your money is going to this dangerous mutant. Thank you, John. Here you go. Uh, back to you. But who is the actual dangerous mutant? Like, who who is... Uh... What's your yes, name? What this your is uh, Ashfall. If we have to give them a name, uh, and they use uh, lots of things, including teleportation to Mojo World and a lot of Earth powers. Uh, sounds very dangerous. Uh, I, I don't know what Mojo World is, but we'll, we'll stay tuned and we'll, yep, we'll yep. You do have that. a follow up report that. on that. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> Aaron, your segment's up next. What does it say about your character? Well, in breaking news at the Hamptons, we've seen four mutants go on a rampage. Now, I'm here to tell you one of them is devastatingly dangerous, and we were almost unable to catch him on camera. He was blinking in and out of existence. Where does he go? Does he travel through hell? Is he a demon in disguise? We don't know. We had to get with the Stryker Institute to find out more. Apparently, this mutant is known as Wraith. 
Jericho Wraith, and he has the ability to manipulate space and time. You can see on that freeze frame there, he has literally ripped part of a human being apart by teleporting their body apart. That's That mist is... The, children, look away. But that mist is fine blood. And he just disappears and reappears, almost like a streak of lightning. We don't know what that is in store for Jericho Wraith, but we have no doubt that... Uh, that our dear striker will uh, will see to it that he's brought back to justice. Back to you. Well, how threatening. Uh, moving right along to Bijou, Melissa, what does your segment look like? Uh, yes. So on the screen, you see what looks very much like an all-American girl. Blonde hair, blue-eyed, t-shirt and jeans, just how innocent does she look? But behind those blue eyes is a threat to national security. How can you secure the borders when someone can get microscopically small and make people and things that they touch microscopically small? This is an abomination. And for weapons, how are you going to know when there's a weapons when it's pieces of jewelry? All of this facade of everything that looks normal is the most dangerous thing you can possibly imagine. Name like Ellen, normal name goes by Bijou. What what language is that even? Just ugh, just disgusted. Back to you. It's amazing how powerful the corruption of mutation can be that it can take an all-American girl like that and just turn her into a terrorist jeff what does your segment look like so you cut to a guy uh on the street he's got the microphone to his mouth he's got his finger in his ears like can, can the studio hear me am i live right now can, can they hear me right now yes you're live if you look behind me there is just carnage for days carnage for days we got fire we got smoke rubble we got uh more rubble. Lots of rubble. There's a lot of rubble here, Tom. It's like a massive chunk of rancid chewing gum has suddenly animated, developed admittedly impressive muscular definition, and seems not unlike a furless King Kong. He's been throwing school buses, orphanages, planes carrying food and supplies to endangered children worldwide. Your children are not safe from this thing. Nobody is safe from this thing. It's like hell opened up and hawked a loogie on the surface of Earth. Back to you in the, in the studio, Tom. And the next couple segments are uh, so mild in comparison. It's like a teenage mutant that shoplifted from a gas station and things like that. You are by far the most dangerous mutants on the run right now. And then the final bit, uh, the credits roll, and it says, stay tuned for the Paul Simon benefit concert, raising funds for survivors. And it cuts to this helicopter footage of all the wreckage, the cars that were wrecked on the beach bypass highway and bridge over troubled water begins to uh, play in the background. And now, previously on X-Men. The gifted graduates grappled in the gardens, learning that their friend and fellow student Rockslide had been captured by purifiers and scheduled to be transported to Madison Square Garden Alpha. Our misfit mutants manufactured a method of manumission. 
ambushing the purifier escort are not yet X-Men discovered that Rockslide had been fitted with some sort of helmet modeled after the head of the expressionless sentinels. The helmet was able to brainwash Rockslide, compelling him to attack the graduates. But Rockslide wasn't the only mutant with mind control problems. An unseen telepath assaulted Wraith and Ashfall, bending their wills to his own. Stranglehold had his hands full, struggling against Rockslide. Rockslide's solid stone muscles, but his wrestling talent shone through once again, and he managed to rip off Rockslide's sentinel helm, breaking the mind control. Bijou held off the purifiers, blasting them to bits before they could get away and run for reinforcements. Ashfall and Wraith found themselves struggling to even locate their tormentor. Ashfall's mind almost broke, and in desperation, Wraith began destroying entire semi-trailers to find his target. A target that turned out to be none other than Professor X himself. The professor was also fitted with a sentinel helm and looked to have been imprisoned in the trailer for years. Will the gifted graduates be able to escape with the newly freed prisoners? What threats remain at the other Madison Square Garden? Did anyone remember to film Prince's first steps? Find out tonight here on Adventures in Lollygagging. <laughs> we are picking up exactly where we left off. Uh, the truck backed up, uh, two long arms pulled out of the, the cab to grab Prince, who was gnawing on a purifier, pulled him back into the truck, and the truck pulls forward. You're getting out of the parking garage right now. Uh, go ahead and remind me where everyone is seated or situated in the, are you in the uh, tractor or the trailer? Uh, where are you all located? I think I was in the back with Charles and Ray. Jericho. No. Yep. And yep. Rockslide. The four and of us were back in the trailer. I think Bijou was I don't in the cab. In the cab with uh, Stranglehold and Prince, right? And uh Prodigy was driving, Elixir was in the back with us. I okay. did make a joke about about Prince calling shotgun, but that does we don't have to adhere to that. <laughs> we're not going to. <laughs> uh speaking of Prince, uh as he's sitting in this uh oh, you said he's in the back. No, no, he is wherever Stranglehold is. I mean, in the cab, not with me. Okay, okay. Well, then wait. I then why did you say we don't have to adhere? <laughs> Meaning okay, that, well, like, to be contrary, but you know. Okay, so, so like yeah, we're, we're in the front. We're in the we're in the front. We're in the front. We're in the front. Uh, and as he's sitting in one of these seats. Uh, you see those doll-like eyes looking at you, Stranglehold. And he begins to, like, bend and his teeth come closer and closer. He's about to bite you again. Dude, stop it, okay? Bad shark, stop. We are... I literally just fed you, like, two purifiers, man. Right? He's still got some of the robe uh, stuck in his teeth uh, falling out. He's still coming closer and closer to you, though. Listen, stop. Stop right now. Too many calories, man. Too many calories, okay? You got to balance it out. Intake and what you can burn, all right? You're taking too many in. Do we have, like, a chew toy or something we can give him? Uh, no. All right. Um, Stranglehold, as you look up and go, ah, oh, no. His teeth mm -hmm. actually make contact with you. And that's when you learn that Prince has mutated once more. <gasps> and this pale, dry tongue just 
rolls out of his mouth and just slurps across your entire face. And it's more like sandpaper. There's no saliva whatsoever. Uh, it just like scratches some of your skin off and it like rips Ooh. and pulls your head back. Uh, some of your hair gets caught as it rolls back into his mouth. He's licking you now. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, <laughs> dude, it's so nasty. Oh, my God. But that's OK, because one of Stranglehold's new mutant powers probably also kicks in as he be is like his own little skin starts to stitch back up right where it was like kind of torn apart as his healing factor maybe kicks in at this point. It's, like, oh, it's all right, dude. It's all right. It's all right. OK, uh, you're good. Don't worry. We'll find like an ocean for you at some point or some I don't know, like a spandex uniform or something. It'll be fine. You're going to be okay. You're no longer, you're no longer in prison by, uh, Peach, what was the name of that dude? Oh, Forge. That's right. Forge. That's right. Don't eat her gonna, either. We're going to cut to the, the group in the back here. Elixir is doing his best to work on Professor X, uh, and he can easily cure all the abrasion uh, and uh, wounds that are like bed sores and things like that from Professor X being locked to this table for so long. However, he doesn't seem able to cure uh, the consciousness of him. Professor X is out cold. And as the group of you in the back are inspecting Professor X, you can see he's had quite a bit of surgery done at various points. You see that there are scars that wrap around his head. His hair has grown long uh, and he's got a beard uh, from that sentinel helm being on him. No one has kept his hair, but you can still see where the scar, the hair does not grow back along those lines. The scars have faded. They're not fresh, uh, but it, it still left very lasting marks. And... You see Elixir become a little troubled, too, as he's trying to navigate the biology of Professor X. So, like, uh, those little bugs that were in you all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them in Professor. There's a lot of them. And, like, they're... I'm killing them off like they're viruses, right? But there's, there's more being made. Like, I can sense there are more, I don't know, like, you think there's, like, a factory inside him or something? You, do you feel like a void, like a spot in his, it looks like he has surgery on his brain and his head that maybe doesn't feel like brain oh, to you? I haven't even gotten to his head yet. I should check that out. And he goes over and starts, like, gripping his head. Uh, and you can see hair uh, actually starts to begin growing uh, where those scars were. Uh, not a lot, but the, the scars fade a little bit and you can see some stubble coming out. Oh, whoa, this is crazy. Like, there's like two of them in here. Voids are two little, little guys. Oh, like two people. Uh, I don't explain follow. yourself. I feel like there's, there's a guy on the right and there's a guy on the left. You're still not explaining yourself. You're talking oh, I don't physi know. physiologically, I mean, uh, consciousnesses. What? What are you? What are you referring to? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Like they're spirits, you know? Okay. How can you identify this? You can just feel it. You know, when you feel something deep inside, like I, I can feel that there's like one side here and he's, he's like tired. He's really, really tired. And then there's another side here and he's like super bossy, you know, like he kept, keeps telling the other side what to do. Which one is Professor Xavier? I mean, either of those could be one. Either of those could be Professor X. I mean, I really don't know. I never met him before. Uh, one of them feels energetic, I guess, while the other one's tired. Like, are are they? Separate? I don't know. Maybe they, there's a battery in there or something. So, so you think they're completely separate entities? They haven't separated his consciousness into bifurcated uh, mental states. You think it's two separate entities? Oh no, no, there are no bicycles in there. Uh, it's just bifurcated. Kid, stick with the program. Uh, I don't think they're the same person. I think they're like maybe they shove someone else in there. Get him out. Get the bossy one out. The tired one's Xavier. Oh, bro, that's like beyond my pay grade. Work on it. All right, I want to work on it in that pay grade. So get it done. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, you rock. He holds out a hand for a fist bump. Jericho. We're going to need to work on this. As you (laughs) inspect the professor yourself visually, you can see a lot of those lines that afflicted the rest of you with those nano nano sentinels. Uh, They were like, they looked like veins, but they were straight and hard right angles. Uh, that deep purple line, and you can see them recede uh, each time Elixir goes to like work on him, but it only takes moments before they start to come back as well. Uh, it seems like he just can't cure them fast enough. Luna. Yeah. There's people on Mojo World that are deep into bio manipulation and bio cybernetics, aren't there? To put it mildly, yeah. It's, well, are, there, uh, are, there, are there anyone that you know and trust? Uh, there fa- fathers is, might know and trust? There's the creator. If he's still around, he uh, made my uncle out of uh, my dad's DNA, mm. uh, who is also my grandfather. Okay. Um, is there any way you could pop over there and see if they would be available to take a look at the professor, either over there or over here? I've been I've been trying to do like when we were at the uh, beach mansion, just trying to figure out if we could if I could coordinate and and find where the resistance had gone, but I hadn't seen them. I mean, our other option, Mojo and Spiral, are always very fascinated by anybody with powers um and if they can get somebody on their legs again they will ah i don't try i've heard enough tales from the older x-men i don't think we can trust either one of them not with professor x all right um i can i can keep jumping i can look for once we stop i can't really do it while we're moving without losing you guys uh yeah, I can keep That's looking fair. for them. 
All right, Elixir, stick on it. Keep pushing until you get all of those things out of his system. Righteous. Um, Righteous. And Jericho. Go ahead, Ashwell. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you're, you're much faster and Bijou is much faster than me. I think I'm feeling a lot better these days than I used to. I can probably bring more people if we wanted to spread out and look together. I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I don't know much about Mojo World, but if you gave me the, the some background information, I could probably give it a give yeah. it a go. I can I can describe the area and and well, at least where they used to be and what they kind of used to look like. It's been a while. I can feel my campaign rapidly going off the rails. We're going to Mojo World. <laughs> <laughs> you should have interrupted me earlier. <laughs> We're going to cut back to the tractor before we talk more about Mojo World and dimensional hopping uh, in the dimensions I don't know anything about. Uh, <laughs> the truck is going uh, very slowly. Uh, you're trying to keep a low profile. You're going through a parking garage, so all movement's going to be noticed by anyone paying attention. Uh, and Prodigy is using the muscle memory that he's picked up from the purifier uh, that you guys uh, kept al alive for the moment. Uh, trying to remember how everything works. The memory will fade from him in a few moments, but he's got it for now. He navigates you to the exit of this parking garage, and you see that there is a large uh, garage door that is closed, and a booth with a purifier uh, sitting in it uh, appears to be sitting at a desk, just like a toll booth uh, style uh desk that he's at what all do you want to do here well we're dressed as purifiers so maybe he can just talk his way through uh yeah i can don't you think i'm a little young to be a purifier well this isn't a tractor right this is the tractor the junior this is the tractor yes okay no i got it dude don't worry man like uh like this was like I, people tell me all the time, I'm like super, uh, like charismatic. I got this. No problem. We'll just, uh, like, like, do you, did you have star Wars here? Like, I'm just going to like Jedi mind trick them. Like these, this is not the star Wars came out in 1977. So yeah, it's here. Well, I don't know. You went forward like, in time, not backwards. I don't know. We're like, Oh, I'm still alternate confused. I thought it was needs. like an alternate world. Not like, Okay. Still not quite on the up and up, but I got this. No problem. It's not a problem. Uh, and I should also say that there uh, actually is a... Uh, uh, I had the word a second ago. A uh, comm system uh, between the trailer and the tractor, so you guys can talk to each other. Okay. Um, but he slowly pulls up to this booth, and the front side of this trailer looks perfectly fine. The back doors have been uh, wrenched and rended open by Wraith's powers. They still close, but it, it's obvious that something attacked them. But as long as no one's looking at the back, no one will see anything odd about this trailer. Okay. The, the truck pulls up, and the purifier uh, stands up, walks next to the cab. I don't have anyone scheduled to leave for a while. Do I know you? And so this is, is this the uh, driver's side that he's at? Or is he, is he, so is he? Uh, at, it um, would be passenger side, actually. Is that my side? Okay. Like, that's your hey, side. How's, 
Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, we just, uh, we got like a late, uh, addition to the, and then I punch him in the face. Uh, cause I just <laughs> ran out of things to say. Oh, I was I hoping for the logic check. I was panicking. I'm like, oh, oh. would have been, would have been, would have been an ego, I think, right? I think it would have been ego, got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the same anyway. Yeah. Uh, give me the attack. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a free attack. We're not going to do initiative or anything. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, sorry, gonna remember how to do this. Okay. And is there, is there like a, 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 a gate that has to swing up for us to be able to leave? No gate, but a garage door. Uh, one of the very large, uh, reinforced garage doors. Uh, it's big enough for like trailers to go through easily. So okay. I would say while Stranglehold's doing that, Bijou's going to jump out of his pocket and see if she can just go open the door. Uh, with your super speed uh, and already being shrunk, you'll be over there in an instant, uh, and you'll start uh, scanning the desk uh, for the button to push. The stranglehold. What was your check? Uh, Twenty-three. Fantastic. Uh, no damage reduction here. Okay. Uh, so the damage in total. Uh, so he's going to take double damage and is going to be pinned in the process. Uh, so that's going to be, uh, let's see, 48 uh, plus 7 is 55 times 2 is 110 points of damage. Okay, so Stranglehold, your arm comes up and it begins stretching out the window to punch. And as the arm is stretching, keeping pace with your arm stretching is Bijou running down your arm. <laughs> uh, she has to keep running as the arm keeps stretching. But then the fist makes contact with the purifier and Bijou jumps off using that momentum. Uh, she's in the booth in an instant. She uh, returns to full size, starts finding the button. It's not hard. Uh, this isn't meant to be uh, that type of secure garage. If you're in the booth, you're able to open the door. Uh, you, you take a moment to uh, figure out your surroundings. You hit the button. The garage begins to slowly open. That's how fast Bijou is, that she's able to get there before this purifier has even realized that he is dead. Uh, so Stranglehold, go ahead and describe uh, how you're taking this guy out and then pinning his corpse. Oh, uh, so I like to think it's like the thing when like Blair went after Gary at the end uh, and he just sort of uh, just sort of like his hand comes out just to kind of grab him to get him to be quiet and not yell. But in doing so, just accidentally kind of crushes his skull a little bit. Oh, oh, dude. S Genuinely sorry, man. Genuinely, uh, where I'm gonna put this? Uh, as he's just Prince opens his Prince. mouth wide, <laughs> just starts nom just nom like nom. Factor, so violent. <laughs> We've gotten so violent. We are the super oh. villains. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like three gulps here, uh, and Prince's tongue actually rolls out and like assists in pulling the body yeah. in as well. Like it mm -hmm. wraps around one of the limbs and just retracts. Seymour, it's like, <laughs> it's like a little shop of horrors. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bijou, you are back in the cab uh, before the garage door has opened even a couple of inches, uh, and the rest of you are just waiting at this point. Uh, it was that easy to break out of this garage. <laughs> right as uh, Prodigy hits the gas to go, there's the little lurch as he uh, hits the clutch, hits the gas, 
The truck begins to go forward, and in that lurch, all of you are hit with a flash. Uh, light uh, covers your eyes. You can't see anything. There's searing pain. Uh, it seems to go right to your brainstem, and when the light fades, it's darkness, and then we see just Professor X in this darkness, and it is his atrophied body that you've seen. He's still got the the long hair, the gnarled beard, and he's lying on the ground of this dreamscape. Uh, in this darkness, it begins to change to this hellish dreamscape, this brownish red desert and you see x-men appear but not x-men as you remember them they they seem demonic they have fangs their their ears are pointed their eyes uh, are just soulless and first we see mirage danny moonstar and she jumps up and pulls back with her bow and releases a psychic arrow and it hits Xavier in the hand and it pins him to the ground. She does it again and again and it pins his other arm back and then his legs to the ground. And then we see Colossus appear, appear from behind and he reaches up underneath uh, Professor X and he lifts a cross, this wooden cross that appears from underneath and he pushes it up and then heavily drops it into a pole. And we see Xavier being crucified on Golgotha. Nightcrawler bamps to his shoulders and bites his neck and spills blood from his throat. Shadowcat comes from behind, phasing through him. And as her hand reaches through his chest, she's pulling out his beating heart. She holds it and she just crushes it and then drops it. And then finally, Storm flies above and she summons a bolt of lightning that comes down and it sears his flesh. One by one, each of these X-Men are repaying Xavier for the pain that he has brought upon them. And when all seems lost, there's this light of purest silver that pierces from the heavens. And at its touch, these demonic X-Men are consumed and their grieving mentor is freed from his bonds. His wounds become miraculously healed. And in awe and wonder, he looks up to behold a man who you all recognize as the Reverend Stryker. This man holds out his hand in friendship, and you see Xavier reach out. And as their fingers touch and clasp, the vision comes back. Prodigy tries to regain control of the truck. It appears that this vision affected him too, and he had his foot down on the gas. He was going way too fast. You're flying up the ramp. The, the truck starts careening as he starts... Uh, trying to turn onto this road instead of going to the building across the alley. He manages to control it. The trailer in the back teeters onto some wheels. The, the group of you in the back are thrown to one side before it manages to slam back down. What was that? You hear on the intercom. Bro! What was that? You alright, dude? Oh, weird. That was weird. Uh-oh. Uh, I think the professor has been a bit brainwashed. Wait, you mean like he's like helping Stryker on purpose? Oh, 
It was the implications, I think, but... Uh, it's under yeah. duress, regardless. Yeah. Elixir, keep him under. Keep his brain... Brain waves flattened to the point where he's in an unconscious state. Don't let him activate his telepathic abilities. Bro, I thought I was already doing that. Crazy. All right, yeah, I got this. Do it better. Well, I mean, I was already doing it pretty good, but I'll do it better. Yeah. And then... You're trying real hard. Good job. Yeah. Stranglehold. You hear a voice. What? You should just kill him now to save you the pain. To save us all the pain. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, no. You idiot, stop thinking, reach back there and kill him. No, what? It'll only take a moment. Dude, stop. Stop it, man. Like, we're not, he's gonna help. Just, Just shut up. Go away. You're not supposed to be here. Are you saying this out loud? All of it, yeah, all of it's out loud. Who are you talking to? Uh, Prince? Prince what? just has the tongue <laughs> lolling out along with the purifier boot. His, his mouth looks full. Who are you talking to? Uh, and he looks down at his uh, stomach and a waist area. Uh, Charlie's back. That's, uh, I haven't had like one of my sessions with Professor X in like a really long time and when I don't have one of those sessions for a while Charlie kind of comes back and he gets angry and he wants me to do bad things and sometimes he takes over it's nothing to worry about though it's under control oh that must be really hard yeah it is now now, Charlie man like just quiet no no neither of us want to be here so just you know, enough. Everything's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Your silent stranglehold. And for a moment, you're terrified that Charlie's going to say something else. And you do hear a voice. But this one comes from the radio. And it also travels over the intercom so the people in the trailer can hear it as well. I have offered you redemption, but mutants cannot rise above their base nature. You have caused me a grave blow, one that must be repaid in kind. Uh, Prodigy, like, points to the radio, the CB radio. Should should I say something, or, or, or are we just like... Uh, just pull the wires. Just uh, no, no. I, I, I leave this, it on red. Let's no, leave I, it on red. I got, I got this, I got this. Like, I'm good at talking. You saw what I did with the guy back there. Are you going to, like, reach through the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, hey, uh, we, uh, dang it, this is the hard part. Uh, uh, dude, we just don't, we don't want to be here. We want to go back to our own time. This is all your fault. If you didn't dick around with time travel, don't you watch any movies, man? Dicking around with time travel always ends up with bad stuff, man. 
Gosh, think of how horrible life is for Marty McFly. He doesn't know any of those people, man. You can't. How do we get back? Did I? Did I? Why is he? Did I, did I use it? Yeah. Now? Yeah. There is a pause, and the voice comes back, and you can hear the confusion. I am surprised that you managed to sow so much chaos with such a lack of intelligence. Dude, hey, rip stick like it my in your ear. Whoa, whoa, geez, that, that's we don't want to escalate things. Plus, I had a really cool quip. I'm, I'm, I had a really cool quip. Ready for? Wait, is here? I'm gonna do it now. <clears throat> hey, I, uh, I learned. I dang it, Bijou, <laughs> I screwed it up. And I like, I stretch my clothes out and rip them all the time. I learned how to sew like when I was like 14, man. It would have been better if the timing was better. God dang it. <laughs> I think I what he's trying no to use. say, Striker, <laughs> yeah, simply is you can let us go and we can go back to our own time, Damn or God. we can stay here and eventually I'm going to kill you. That's so much better than what I said. No, Striker, hold you. You were good. You were solid. I, you were like, right there with me. It's like rough to be draft. Fair, they're both very revision. good at it. Yeah. <laughs> the angel Metatron has blessed me with the words of God, revealed the visions of the future. Okay, might as well I have pull seen it now. his scrolls. Are you Dude, pulling I it? Pull it? No, I played pull, Mega pull Man plenty of times when I was a kid, and you're not going to get that crap on me. All right? Either help us get the hell out of this time, or we do what Wraith said. And like kill you god I, it so always sounds cooler when he says it there is no <laughs> sense conversing with people who do not understand the depth and the gravity of their own Seriously, situation pull, pull the wires prodigy he, I mean, he like you're, looks you're at prodigy. you like uh okay Dude, and he just starts like yanking and what he ends up doing is he pulls on the cord and he just unplugs the microphone because uh, the cv box is like actually mounted to the dashboard so he pulls on the wire crap and then he starts like trying to pull on the box and this whole time uh striker has just decided to monologue in the background and he goes mm. on john Locke, a oh, forefather God. of my great nation oh wrote that all humans are born with inalienable, God-given rights that cannot be taken away. The most basic and fundamental human right and law of nature is the preservation of mankind. Bijou, Bijou go into the, this freaking radio and tear it apart. I, I mean, when he stops talking, I'll do it. Oh, that's come so, on. I don't want to listen to this. That's so, like, not inclusive. Humankind, Princess dude. Humankind. The mic is out. <laughs> Prince's tongue even starts glomming on the CD radio, gripping <laughs> yeah, at it. You hear like beeps as like buttons are being pressed, and yet somehow Striker's voice is still <sighs> coming through. I'm just gonna punch it and just smash it. At this point, it smashes. the The radio is smashed to bits, and uh pieces of it fall to the floor there's one wire that's still connected to it and 
there's a speaker that's just kind of dangling, and Stryker's voice went. It's gone. Uh, you, you destroyed the radio. But then you hear yet another voice. Boring! Enough for the monologues. Let's get to the action. <laughs> Spiral, when was the last time we had an X-Men episode? And as that happens, there is a hail of gunfire from outside the truck that starts blasting. The truck lurches as you feel one of the tires blow. And we need to roll initiative here. Uh, all right. Thirteen for Bijou. Thirteen for Bijou. Eighteen. I rolled well. Eighteen. Nice. Ooh. Twenty with a fantastic success because, well, I always get fantastic yep, success. Yep, yeah. And Stranglehold. Muted? Muted. Sorry, 14. 14, all right. Uh, so, Wraith, you are going first. Uh, right now, you've not seen anything. You've heard this whole... You feel the trailer uh, lurch. You can look out the back doors of the trailer, and you see that you're on the streets of New York uh, driving. It's dark out. Uh, it It's a... It was rainy earlier during the day, so there's a bit of a shine to the streets. Uh, but for the most part, there's no rush hour and the streets are empty. What are you doing? I, and I can't see where the gunfire is coming from? You cannot. You could hear that it was coming from above. It's like shooting down onto us? Yes. And I think it's fair to say that a couple bullets would have also pierced through the trailer. It wouldn't have been any, any danger of hitting you all. It's a big trailer, like 50 feet long. Uh, but you can see that there's some light filtering in through these gunshots up above on the roof. I teleport onto the roof of the truck with my movement action. All right, you teleport to the roof, and you see there are three pairs of humanoid beings. Um, I, I say humanoid, like, they're flying with jetpacks, but they're not sentinels. You can very clearly see that they're not that size. Um, four of them look uh, to be dressed and geared like the armored purifier that you fought when you were escaping from the Institute. Um, he's still got the robes, but you can see armor plates uh, cover his shoulders. He's got this heavy backpack on that has uh, jetpacks on it, and he's carrying a very large assault rifle. Uh, two of them are probably about six spaces up above the trailer, and then another two are a little bit higher than that. Uh, they're about ten spaces up. And then even higher up, you see about 30 spaces away, um, are humans, but they're dressed much different. Um, they're wearing these black, uh, suits that are, uh, almost skin tight like it doesn't look like they have any gear on and they have uh these headpieces that cover their forehead and their chin only very similar to that pink uh the shape of the sentinels mm -hmm. uh like the chin strap and the headband you can see that there's hair you can see that there are eyes in their faces they also have this yellow energy coming from their hands and their feet uh it looks to be 
technological of some sort. It doesn't appear to be like a mutant power, but it just looks so vastly uh, different than the armored purifiers. Like it doesn't appear to be a jetpack. It's it's just futuristic is, is what it appears to be. So I'm on top doing? of I'm on top of the truck. Um, where where are uh, Stranglehold, Bijou, and Ashfall uh, in relation to me? How many spaces away from me are they? Um, I think you want to say that they are within four spaces of you, uh, and I think that's okay. Uh, okay. If you were near the front of the trailer, that's where uh, Professor X's table would be. Um, it, it would make mm -hmm. sense that they're all within like 20-ish feet of you. Okay, so I'll take my first standard action to um, freeze time and enact a timeout bubble, freezing all time around us except for for the four of us. Uh, and I will spend 60 points of focus to do it for four rounds. I had a feeling that would be your first move. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sixty now for my points second focus for my second standard action. Um, how what's the lowest? How close is the lowest one to me? Uh, six uh, spaces, and then ten, and then thirty. Okay. So the rest of you, this is your first time seeing this power, um, and. I'm assuming that Prodigy and Elixir are not affected by this either, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're not frozen. Anybody with right. any allies within four spaces are are not frozen. So you see, like this silvery bubble appear, like this time dilation that wraps around you all, and outside of that, the world is just stopped. Uh, in fact, the truck that you're in as well comes to a dead halt, and there's no shift in momentum for you it's just like it slows down and you can see time slowing but your consciousness remains as fast as ever all right what was the next action jericho so for my next action uh for my next i, I will take my second standard action to teleport back down into the truck and give everybody a briefing on what's going on telling them we've got a few moments where time has stopped to either deal with the enemy or escape uh, look, this is Mojo. Um, we're in a show oh, those now. Are, those are purifiers up there. And yeah, I think. I, I mean, above us, there are armored purifiers. Probably. Well, if you've frozen them for a little bit, we can at least give it a go. Um, but we're not. They're probably... they're they're pretty far. They're 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 quite a distance away. Um, but I mean, we we could probably reach them. Stranglehold could probably throw cars at them. I can I don't, throw a hold at them. You uh, do have to quickly decide. Otherwise, your four rounds are going to be up up fast. I, I think it's safe to say that we're out of the bonus round now, and we're into the top of Wraith's round, because you spent two actions. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I tell everybody, so then my, for the beginning of the round one, I will teleport up into the air, um, up to where I'm basically even with the guys who are six spaces away. Uh, and I will, um, so that's my move action. And then with my first standard action, I will blast one of them, you know, slowly ripping away. You see that glowing nimbus around my hands, but now it kind of covers my whole body. 
and I'll just start spatially tearing away at them, or trying to at least. And I think we could just give them the uh, condition paralyzed because they're not able to react. No. They're not allowed to take actions. So I think that might just be easier on us to give them that condition, no. uh, which means that it's an automatic hit, I believe. Uh, it's a flat 10 uh, for agility right. checks and an automatic hit for close attacks. Okay, so a uh, flat 10 for you then. Okay. Ooh, I got a fantastic success. A uh, result of a 20. Uh, why did it not roll the damage for that? Well, I can figure it out. Uh... Six times seven thirty six. And we're going to try and go through these rounds uh, quickly. So, uh, Ashfall, uh, you're going to be on deck. Ninety-eight points of damage. Ninety-eight. You're killing uh, this guy in one hit. And then, oh no, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, ninety-eight. I was reading the wrong one. Ninety-eight uh, hits uh, kills him. And then, for my second standard action, as I'm beginning to slip down, I will shoot the other guy next to him, or try to. Hold on, it's just kind of hanging up here. There we go. Hey, uh, a 21. And that hits. It's five times. It's not rolling. 90, uh, 92 points of damage. Uh, 92 is just enough, yep. Yeah. Uh, so you take him out as well. Uh, and as you're teleporting and bamfing around, um, I believe that moves the bubble away from the rest of the group. Uh, so they are momentarily I frozen. I don't think it works that way. Actually, yeah, I probably guess it wouldn't work that way. Yeah. So then with my uh, with my first reaction, I blink back down onto the truck. There it is. Uh so within the bubble, the character and those allies can act normally yep. uh, as long as they're within the bubble. So you teleport back down. We'll say the bubble reactivates uh, for them because they were already in it. Uh, the whole time, uh, these armored purifiers, as you're rending them apart, you're bamfing all around them. Uh, they're not moving. Like you cause the impacts to them. You see their armor uh, rending and tearing apart but they're still as if they're frozen in air, if moving ever so slightly uh, as time has moved to a slow. Uh, bits of armor are flying off from your impact, but they're, it would take years for them to fall to the ground at this rate. You come back to the, the trailer. Did you want to do anything else? I think that was everything. No, I've, got, for your I've got two reactions left, but I'm going to save them. Okay. Uh, and that takes us to Ashfall. And for a moment... Uh, Wraith disappears, and then he's back instantly, because time froze for you while he was gone, uh, and you don't even notice it because it was so fast, it was imperceptible. You'll nauseous suddenly for some reason. Mojo, you're a dick. I hope you get bad ratings. I'm going to uh, quickly go uh, to the back so I can open the door and actually see everybody in the sky. Yes. Uh, we'll okay. say... 
too far. I'm just trying to think of the bubble. He's got a rank yeah. of four, so it goes four spaces. We can say he teleported just to the right spot that it'll cover the vast majority of the trailer and tractor, so we don't have to worry about the math. Uh, so you have just enough space to get out without going out of the bubble. Yeah. But um, you have you... to stay glued to this trailer, otherwise you'll be out of there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I figured it was something like that. So, uh, ooh, that doesn't look... There's a barrier here that I cannot cross. Um, and, uh, okay, I see people... I am going to, and Ashfall will reach down at the back of the trailer and just start to grab the dirt. And you would think most of the time it'd be like floating rocks. No, it is a pretty much a waterfall of dirt that pulls up, breaking through the cement and concrete. And it, it creates a sinkhole behind it as it leaves uh, and hits within um, everybody within every enemy within 10 spaces. So that should hit the guys if anybody is it, alive in six it, and 10. The, the two at six are gone, but there are okay. two at 10 that are still alive. Uh, okay, then they will get hit. And I'm going to use, um, it's normally 15 to cast this. Uh, it is supernova. I'm going to throw in an additional 20 to do um, additional 10 damage. And they need to do, I need to know what their um, ego check against the resilience defense. I need to know what the resilience defense of these guys is. Uh, resilience is 13. 13, and with my ego, I hit a 25. Did I say 13? I said did, did I, I said hit? 33, right? Did I? No. Oh, <laughs> darn. Okay. You just right. 13. I think it was 31, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is going to do, so it's 31 normal damage, and then because I threw in an additional 20 focus, that is actually 41 damage to the, both of them. You're, the concrete rips up in it goes soaring through the air and it just punches them it hammers them and the force of it sends them spiraling their jets are still keeping them aloft the the time has frozen for them but the impact just sends them spiraling you know that when time comes back they're going to very much be losing control of their flight path here uh both of them are hit hard you said 41 right 41 uh they're both hit hard but they are still up Okay, Stranglehold, Bijou, you're up. I can throw you next round, Stranglehold. Uh, no, you can't, because then I'll be outside the bubble. What? Oh, right. Well, Stranglehold is a physics master now. Good on you. Uh, he said he explained it. I can listen just fine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Stranglehold? Uh, I really think the only thing I'm a, I can do is try to throw a car or something that's within reach of me. Is there anything? You have reach of 10, don't you? I have reach of 10, yeah. And there are 10 spaces above you. So I, I would say as long as your body stays in the bubble, you'd be able to reach out if you want. Or you can okay. grab a car nearby. You're in New York. Cars are aplenty. Are the, these are the armored purifiers above me? Is that right? Yes. Or yes. They, okay. Uh, All right. here, I'm going to um, move them above. Are they both 10 above me? Yes. They were flying in formation. They've okay. been hit by this concrete now from Ashfall, so they're, like, uh, losing formation, but they're still 10 spaces. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and both my arms are going to... Uh, well, let's hope my fingers work outside of this. And he's going to shoot his arms up uh, towards the two and wrap around each of them and smash them together. Uh, so I'm going to use my banging heads ability. 
Thanks. Uh, I'm so, so happy. I make one melee check against uh, the, the the defense scores. I assume they probably have the same defense score, but as long as you automatically I hit to... melee checks. Oh, that's right. They're melee because uh, yeah. they're paralyzed. Right. All you do is roll damage. <laughs> yeah, and if I can get a fantastic, um, okay. So yeah, I could. I should just. Uh, I should just roll. Okay. Uh, all right, so let me let me do my reroll for my edges to see if I can get a fantastic. Not that I think it really isn't going to matter because they're not going to fall prone because they're they're frozen. So it doesn't matter if I get a fantastic. So instead, I will just do the six that I just got. Uh, so they each take. Uh, was it fifty five points of damage each of them? Oof. Uh, describe it. Uh, so arms go up. Okay. And I wave back at myself really fast before I actually say, okay, they're working. And then he wraps both arms around the, uh, both purifiers. And I'm just like, bang, 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 bang. Stop hitting me. No, you stop hitting me. And then, uh, like they're fighting each other. <laughs> and you've clobbered a lot of heads, but you've never done it while they were frozen in time. And as you're bashing them, you can see that the impact stays with them even as you pull them uh, back. Like, the flesh doesn't bounce back. Uh, so as you're bashing them, you almost bash them more oh. and more each time you clobber, and their faces get a little flatter and flatter. Teeth uh, and blood, like, fly out, but they just stay right in space, right in front of them. And as your hands go, you're banging against the blood and the teeth as much as anything. Uh, clank, when you clank. let go... They don't fall. They stay there. But you're huh. very sure that they will not be alive when time comes back to them. Cool. Well, all right. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's his turn. All right. Uh, Bijou, you are up. There are only two more uh, people flying above you in formation. Uh these ones do not look like the others. These are the ones that are wearing the black suits and appear to be very high tech. And you said there are 30 spaces above us? 30 spaces above, yes. So can I I can reach them in the thing? Uh you can stick your head out the window and shoot them. Uh you can do ranged attacks. Uh you wouldn't be able to uh like close in with melee without very long reach. Okay. Uh, then I will just attempt sniping them. Uh, that's cocked, so I'm going to re-roll that. Yeah. Um, so the to hit is a, um... 20 20 yeah because uh it goes down to 10 because they're frozen they're paralyzed here okay so and that's then, a hit okay so then damage is the marvel die uh times your multiplier 30 plus your bonus 32 32 um i'm gonna bum you out here though uh sorry <laughs> you were last in the initiative here so you hit and it goes directly through them, but it goes through them. Like, it's not blasting a hole in them. Uh, the energy just phases right through them. 
Um, and you've spent enough time uh, at Xavier's Institute that you've probably seen a mutant with a power like this before, a mutant named Shadowcat, who has the ability to phase through things, who can move through things. In fact, she was in the vision with Xavier just now. These two people appear to have the same ability. Your energy blast goes right through them. It didn't uh, protect them from the time uh, freeze, mm -hmm. but it seems to protect them from your physical damage. Okay. So they were already phased when I put them in a time bubble? Correct. It's a concentration ability that lasts. Okey doke. All right. That brings us back up to Wraith. Uh, you're on top of the trailer, perfectly positioned in the center. You would see that energy blast go through them as well. All right, Ashfall. Clearly, we can't handle those two. Um, at least not the the way we are right now. Could you get all of us to Mojo World? I can get all of us and the truck. Let's. If do somebody it. can just throw me to them, I can re. I so that they have armor on. No, they're phasing. They they're a ghost essentially. You can't, you can't mm. touch them. Okay. Okay. What do you think? I so think what's the plan? our best bet is to get out of here. Well, you can easily get out of here, guys. You want to scoot out to Mojo World and make Steven's life a little bit of hell? Wait, how, you keep saying it's a terrible to... place. And now yeah, you're saying really you want us to go there. Well, we're not going to stay for long. We'll drive for a while, then come back professor out. Professor with us? Yeah, take we'll take Professor truck. with us. There's a guy in Mojo World called the Creator. He deals a lot with uh, biology and, and genetics and splicing and cloning and making babies. Um, but anyway. What? Was that last one? That's a little... <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Real quick, point of clarity. Ashfall, are you capable of transporting an entire truck? Um, so the dimensional portal uh, says the character opens a glowing portal in space next to them and moves anything that enters it between that space and its destination. Uh, so, yeah, anything. But the portal is the size of a space. Okay, so maybe vehicles are a bit hard. Well, let's just take everybody. <laughs> we'll walk through, carry the professor through. Then we yes. just spend, we just, we just move out in mojo land for a while then pop back into our world somewhere else if we can find the creator he might be able to fix some of the weird brain stuff that elixir is seeing in uh can we move the people that are frozen in time elixir and prodigy and they're not frozen in time. they're within the I'm frozen but you oh, could okay. move them yes okay then um maybe maybe we can fix it let's just open the portal and go all right I'll do it on my on my turn. Uh, well, if Wraith is passing his turn, then it's your turn. Great. I spend 15 focus and a sort of a portal appears in the back of the truck with me. Uh, so you, uh, I'm going to push the professor through. You guys need to, to get back here. And we can just say that it goes through the entire round here uh, of everyone going through and uh, shuffling along through this bubble maybe even jericho starts teleporting we can say uh mechanic wise it doesn't matter uh, and brings everyone to this portal uh, and you all push through what part of mojo world are you opening a portal to i'm Give going us, to set the scene for us a little bit 
So the portal opens to sort of an arid, red, rocky desert. Um, we're definitely, you can see the city probably in the horizon quite a distance away, but we are nowhere close to it on purpose. There is just um, some random dead trees and plants, but almost everything that is important is always in the city. So we are hopefully nowhere. Whoa, crazy. Uh, Stranglehold, you're the strongest, I believe. Would you be the one holding the professor then? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he was still, like, bolted to that table. Uh, you hadn't figured out a way to unlock it, so I'm assuming you just wrenched up the entire oh, table and took him wrench it free. Yeah, no yeah. Thanks, Stranglehold. I don't, Easy I don't think you. I could carry that. Just Actually, the hardest part for you was not lifting the entire truck at the same time. It was trying to get the table off the truck. Uh, yeah. you, you went to the lift and the whole truck went up a couple inches before you realized you had to push down at the same time. Uh, you grab the table. Uh, sorry, I'm just working out the physics of lifting myself up. Apparently. No, your feet <laughs> went all the, the way through, but okay. Oh. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> Teleportation gives me headaches. It's all good. It's all good. Just keep going. Okay. Okay. You have a few moments here in Mojo World. It's a sight. Uh, most of you have never seen anything like this. Wraith, I'm assuming even you with your traveling, you've never seen anything like this. Um, Ashfall, you've seen it a few times, but very briefly. And honestly, most of your memories are from childhood uh, rather than your uh, fresh travels here in adulthood where you took the Predator. Predator X. Uh, don't sue me, Fox. Uh, and... You you spend a couple moments here uh, trying to figure out which direction to go, what to do, and then you hear a noise that sounds very familiar, uh, uh -oh. a noise like a portal opening, and you look up, and there is another portal there, and flying through it as if they're standing straight up, you see these two... Prime Sentinels, I'm telling you the name now. The These people fly through, and you hear them say, anything you can do, we can do better. That's not good. And we're going to pick up at the top of initiative, then. Uh, we're going to keep the same initiative order. Uh, Wraith, you're up. What are you doing here? Uh, so I will teleport up so that I'm, you know, within 30 spaces of them. Uh, and I will try, you know, using... Uh, spatial manipulation to tear at their forms just to verify the fact that they are still phasing. How far can you teleport again? Isn't it like 10 times four or something? 40 spaces. 40. Yeah. So you can easily get up uh, close to them. You don't even have to be right on them for close, but uh, yeah, you, you get to their level and you uh, uh, go ahead and roll to hit. Is this agility? This is agility. And I will use my edge to that one. You're looking for a 15 here. Uh, I got a 17. Not a great roll, but a 17. That's a hit. It would do 35 uh, points of damage, but I'm assuming it just... Unfortunately, it is a physical ability and they are still phased. Uh, the, the concentration has not been broken uh, and the this temporal anomaly that you send forward uh, to to hit them goes directly through them. Uh, so I just uh, teleport back down to the ground and go, 
we can't do anything physical against those guys as long as they're phasing, so. That's going to be a problem. Uh, anything with your second action then? Because it was movement to go up, and then I'm assuming a reaction to go down? Uh, no, I just used my second standard action, because teleport can e- oh, okay. either move can... or stand. Okay. I'll just keep all three of my my uh, reactions. reactions. Uh, and that brings us to Ashfall then. Uh, okay, I'm going to... Anything that they throw at us is not going to go well. So I'm going to try... Can I create um, an elemental prison where uh, I'm just kind of... I'm not leaving space in the middle. I'm creating a box to try to suffocate them in. Uh, but they're not yeah, really... I mean, you can try to create a box around them. Well, I can create a box around them, but I mean, they're going to phase through it. Um, okay, I'm going to say I'm... it would take a while to suffocate, even if you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm there would still be some air in there. I'm going to I'm gonna try... Um, I mean, they're I'm still gonna... flying up in the air, right? Yeah. 30 spaces above, yeah. So you'd have to be within above. range of 30 space. Most of... I'm going to create an elemental barrier that is actually from where we are at an angle going up so we can actually go up. Um, and I believe my barrier... So I can create some stairs for us to get up 30 feet. Um, 10 spaces per rank so I can actually have it go all the way up 40 feet uh, and people can get up uh, all the way there. That... There we go. Awesome. Uh, That's great. Uh, what does this uh, barrier look like as the earth rises up? Um, essentially, it's going to start flat and then parts of it start to pound down uh, as I create a staircase with no barriers on either side of it that is uh, straight into the air. Uh, and is that your turn? Yes, that's going to be my action. I'm going to hold my... Um, I'm going to hold for anything that tries to hurt us. And we get to our first prime sentinel who is still flying uh, and is uh, looks as if they would be standing They're vertical to the ground the entire time. But they begin flying down your staircase almost. They don't actually touch it, but they're choosing that as their path. Uh, and they are able to get uh, 20 spaces down with their flight. They're not using their full movement. So now they're only 10 spaces above you. Uh, so we'll go ahead and put him right there. Um, and he, you can see his eyes. Uh, Stranglehold, they kind of remind you of princes. They're black. They're lifeless. They're like a doll's eyes. But his head turns and it scans each and every one of you. And uh, I'm going in the same order we did our introductions uh so that is kipser his focus lands on you yep and he says again anything you can do we can do better and he goes uh he's making an ego attack against you right now uh does a 22 hit you Hit your ego? Uh, my ego defense is 17, so yes, a 22 would hit me. I'm just checking if Elemental Sphere would probably not. Uh, da, 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 agility it's, defense, yeah, no. 
it's an ego attack, but it doesn't actually require line of sight either. Oh, lovely. Uh, uh, and uh, of all your powers, what is the highest cost of them? Um, well, ego is my highest at seven. Oh, for cost. Oh, geez. Uh, so like da, da, 15 da. for one of your barriers or something like that? Yeah, it's 15 for supernova, but I've got a few like supernova and elemental. Uh, da, 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 Which da. one costs the most? It, it should be listed on the, the right if you scroll through that list. Because that's the cost oh. of this power that I have to pay. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, so if you're just doing baseline, then it's probably... Baseline. Um. Yeah, oh, I see what you mean. 15 is the highest, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, okay. And he raises one of these hands, and this yellow light uh, races towards you. And we can say you even pull up a barrier, and the light races around the barrier okay. incredibly fast, lightning fast, and it hits you. And it hits you... It, the speed of it is coming at you so fast that you feel like you're going to be pushed off, but there's actually no force to it. Uh, it just enters you, and then you feel exhausted. You feel incredibly tired as all of your powers are being removed, as he has used shutdown powers on you. Oh, no. So all of my powers are currently ineffective? Correct. Okay. Which also means you guys are kind of trapped in Mojo World here. And yep. for his second action, um, he is going to uh, cast Bolts of Balthak. Balthak. <laughs> uh, okay, that just sounds weird, but I'm, I'm sorry. Crazy. It's the only way I know. Bolts of B-A-L-T-H-A-K-K. I don't know how to pronounce that without sounding like I'm saying something bad with the lisp. Uh, but he's making an ego check against you again. Against me again? Uh, well, against wait. you. Against your agility defense this time. Oh, agility defense 16. 16. Okay, that hits. Um, The damage is... Uh, why is it not showing me my damage? Okay, I got a new um, math. I do uh, still have three damage reduction. Four. Okay, what's the reduction? Three. Uh, and this is for uh, focus. Oh, for focus? Then I don't have a defense against focus. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is regular health. You're right. Uh, so damage reduction three? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's just uh, going to be ten damage. Not much. Thank you. And that is his turn. Stranglehold, you're up. Uh, you can see what happened very clearly what happened. Ashfall, she might have created an earth barrier. And as soon as that light hit her, that barrier just shattered. And you can see her going through the motions of trying to raise it again and nothing happens. And then that another uh, chain of light hits her. And this one hits her with force. And you can see that there's a burn in her clothing. Okay. Um, uh, ideas? Uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, and then we've got no he'll way go. of stopping them. So, so he's gonna be like, Charlie, what do we do, man? It's gonna hurt you too. 
Um, I'm sorry, Stranglehold. I should have also told you. You you saw when he did his first ability. As he got closer, he was slightly translucent uh, where mm -hmm. he was phased. But as soon as he did that first ability, he had to drop that. And you can see that he is physical now. Oh, well, I know what to do then. That's fine. Uh, okay. Um, if that's the so case, did it, then. Did he phase again after he was done doing the thing? Or he's not? He did not. No. Okay. Ooh. If that's the case, then I am going to attempt to grapple technique this guy. Uh, so we'll start with that. Uh, this is going to melee attack, basically. Uh, right. So we'll start there. Uh, all right. It's 22 enough to hit. I got some edges to try to get fantastics, but is that enough? To uh, hit? Melee defense is 11. Okay. So I'm just going to try to get, I'm just going to fish for fantastics. One sec. See if I can get it. And I got it on the first one. Nice. Uh, but actually, I got one more, and I might be able to get... I have a six Marvel four right now, so I'm up to 23. So let me see if I can get the four into a six. Let's see, let's see, let's see. No. Okay. Uh, so it's still fantastic, though. Uh, so grappling technique, make a close attack. If the attack is a success, the enemy takes regular damage and is grabbed. On a fantastic, the target takes double damage and is pinned as well. Um... So, uh, double damage on this is 110 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and he is going to use a reaction. Okay. Uh, and he's going to use energy absorption. Okay. Uh, so, it's costing him 15 focus here. Uh, the trigger is he takes health damage. So, as you go to crush him, you see that there is this light mesh energy field around him. Uh -huh. And it crushes, and you see, like, these hexes begin to uh, shrink together. And with the amount of kinetic energy you're transferring to him, it appears that the closer these meshes, uh, these hexes get to each other, the stronger they become until they bounce back. And he gets to uh, ignore his the health damage you did to it and add that number to his focus instead. Uh, so that was 100 and some damage? 110. Right? 110, yeah. 110 up to, his, up to double uh, so it goes up focus. to his maximum so he is now at double his maximum focus here uh because he has uh recovered oh no he's not quite double uh so he's yeah he, he regained 120 focus at this point i'm going to use my first reaction there you go. and i'm going to freeze time around us while this guy is solid uh you can freeze time as a reaction Oh, yeah. Time bubble and time yeah, yeah. are nice. reactions. Awesome, awesome. Uh, all right. So you freeze time here uh, as your reaction. Uh, it, it still strangleholds turn. I believe you have a movement around uh, I, left in the round. Oh, no, no. I have my reaction left because he is still. Oh, yeah. Your reaction. He is still he might have absorbed that. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and trigger my coiling crush ability. Uh, which is a reaction. And so after doing that, I will go ahead and I will wrap around him at this point. Uh, and because he is, uh, we, we said it was paralysis, right? When the time stop mm -hmm. comes in, this will automatically, automatically hit. hit. So I'm literally just rolling right now to try to fish for Fantastics. Uh, so I will, I will go to do that. Uh, all right. So let's see what I get. Let me do my edges. Uh, not... That one, and I got it on the second one. Okay, so on a fantastic success, the enemy. Uh, so I make a melee attack. 
Uh, on a success, the enemy is paralyzed. He already was paralyzed. But on a fantastic success, he also takes regular damage, uh, which is in this case is going to be 55 points of damage. Uh, so he takes 55 points of damage. Um, and then um, stuff like this would happen then if he can do reactions and stuff like that. But I don't think he... Can, he can because time has stopped. He's frozen in time. He can't take any yeah. actions, reactions, or anything. Okay. Correct. And then... Uh, yeah, so... That damage goes entirely through. Yeah. He has no health damage reduction. Uh, and you finally like feel like you have a chance here because you can grab him. It's in front of you. Uh, yes, these guys can teleport after you. Yes, they can steal your powers, which is frightening enough. But he is frozen and in your grip, which is where you want everyone to be. I just like hugging people. Just a friendly guy. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I can't trigger the... So this is one thing I don't like about... Um, this is one thing I think they should do. Uh, so Marvel, if you're listening, the Coil and Crush ability, I don't think the movement trigger that you can do as a, as a person who has this ability should be on subsequent turns. I think you should be able to trigger it on this turn to sort of maybe balance out some of the plasticity, I think, abilities that are kind of um, not as strong as other abilities. That could be a way mm -hmm. to do it. So I can't use my movement to do another attack because otherwise I normally would be able to. So that's what, so what we're going to do now. So that's it. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, and that brings us to the other Prime Sentinel who uh, is very much frozen. Uh, he is still 30 spaces above at the very top of that uh, stairway. Uh, and then it brings us to Bijou. You can see the one that Stranglehold has a grip on is still uh, physical. Uh, still, uh, I, I can't think of the word anymore. Not ghost-like. Corporeal? In, in physical form. Or corporeal. Thank you. I am, I am an English professional, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so Bijou goes before Ashfall? Uh, Ashfall is at the top of the round, so she already went. Ashfall's, okay, it goes all right. So you're gonna Ashfall. go, and then I'm going to go, uh, yeah. right after. Okay, you can um, hold your turn. I, I can hold my turn. You're holding, so Ashfall's Ashfall already you have goes, the one that's still active that you can go with. Just so you know, Ashfall's already gone because Wraith goes yeah, first, yeah, she already went this round, and Ashfall is already gone on this turn, so like you're, you're. But I'm right after, technically right after Bijou is the start of the round again. Which would be and then Wraith goes. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I, I do have the initiative in Foundry if you want to look at. Okay. I will. Okay. Then I'll just shoot this round then. So I'll just snipe at the one that's in physical form. Okay. Uh, he is too close to be sniped, but honestly, he's not moving. He's paralyzed. Let's just go with it. Uh, he, he's going to be only a handful of spaces from you. Uh, I think it requires 30 for sniping, but with him paralyzed, 20. it's the rule of cool. Uh, let's go with it. Okay, yeah, it's 20 spaces for um, sniping. Yeah, uh, um, go for it. Because you don't have to move, uh, and he's definitely and Honestly, sniping only really does anything if I hit a fantastic success, which I really do, so... But you're looking for a 10 because he's paralyzed. Yeah, all you need is a 10, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a 20 to hit. Um, that's a hit. No damage reduction. Uh, so damage is 37. Nice. Okay. 
that's a solid hit, and you can tell between him being crushed and you're blasting away with this energy that yellow force field that surrounds him, that like hexagonal energy field. Uh, every time your energy blasts, it comes back, but with each subsequent hit, it takes a little bit longer and a little bit longer. You can tell it's weakening. It hasn't broken yet, but it's definitely weakening. Nice. Uh, is that it for your turn? Yeah. All right. That brings us to the top of the round with Wraith. Uh, so with the one that's solid in front of him, now he, he reaches out. His hand is glowing and, and he begins to shred the matter, you know, teleport the matter out of his body. Seventeen. I'm gonna go ahead and re-roll the Marvel die to see if I can get a one on that. And I do not. So thirty-five points of damage. Uh, and that's enough to finish him. Uh, go ahead and describe it as that force field fades. So what you see is is his Jericho's hand is glowing, and then you just see the this prime sentinel sort of fold and collapse almost into a singularity opening deep within his body and is just shredded into this event horizon and then just sort of scatters out as dust and metal particles only part of his body still being in this space-time sphere uh in the instant that happens ashfall you feel your energy come back you're no longer listless you can feel your control over the elements returning to you What are you guys doing? You, you've still got three rounds before this guy, uh, before your time dilation well, is over. I, I'm not necessarily going to keep it up the entire time because he, he. But you paid for four rounds, right? No, you can pay for it round by round. Is Elixir still uh, with us? With the actual timeout power, it says you have to pay it all up front, I believe. Okay, then yeah, we got four rounds then. I'll just pay for the whole thing up front. Can we tap into Elixir? I could be wrong. For... Feel free to double check that. I think that's right. I uh, yeah, uh, you can tap into Elixir to, to heal if you want. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just saying other people. Some people, because uh, I so can't... My, yeah, so, yeah. So with my second standard action, then, I would... Uh, with my movement action, I would teleport up towards where this other Sentinel is frozen. Uh, and I would, once again, just to verify that he is still phasing, attempt to uh, attempt to damage him. And he is still phased, yes. Okay. Uh, so then I will just blank back down. And I got, we just need to be prepared uh, for him to attack us the same way, unless somebody's got another idea. We've only got a couple more moments left. I can, if I could throw Bijou, because uh, she can resize the armor, um, but you'd have to jump up there after I throw her. To make it so she's within the time bubble. Well, and that only works when they're physical. Yeah, he's phased, so and, it's yeah. So that's the other piece. Stranglehold's like a timing uh, issue. He's just gonna like attack one of us, and once he does, the rest of us are gonna rip it apart. So I think we're okay. cool. Let's right? hold and wait and see what he does first. If he's smart, he'll run away. But that's not something we do, so he probably doesn't do that better than us. 
Okay. Uh, so if you're going to uh, wait, then you can just take a couple moments to prepare. Uh, did anyone want to use Elixir uh, for an action? Uh, he, could, he could pump up my focus a little bit. Okay. Yeah, uh, as if you spent a karma, uh, go ahead and recover your focus there. I believe you have to do the check for it. Uh, and then two other people could do it too. That's the only time you have left. You could get three people total. Uh, I'll do it once, I, I, and I'll just restore the focus that I just took. Focus. Uh, what's the okay. check I got to do? It's Sorry, I've never. Focus done this. is res, is uh, vigilance. Vigilance. Vigilance, vigilance okay. check. And I believe you need a ten. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get a minimum of a ten. Sure. I'll uh, I'll throw in first more focus. And then on a success, total up the number normally and multiply it by your character's rank. I think. Gotcha. Just like you would damage. Wait, say it again, Steven. I'm sorry. I thought I understood it, but then I realized I didn't. So Take roll... the fantastic die and multiply it by your rank. I believe gotcha. that's what it said. Thank you. Now you add up all three and multiply it times your rank. This is just like you would with a damage roll. You don't add up all three for a damage roll. That's what throws me off. Uh, yeah, the karma's a little bit... I've just pulled it up on the book. Um, recovering with karma... Uh, resilience for a focus recovery, make a vigilance check. The target number is for either is 10 on a success, total up the number normally and multiply it by the character's rank. So the whole number. But read that next little bit. Um, just like you would with a damage roll. There uh, you the go. Characters <laughs> that's, the, okay. that's the part that threw me off. Oh, uh, I, I think. Well, then a damage Take roll the extra would be... extra focus for now. Uh, we'll decide so later, but go damage. ahead. I think, yeah. I think... So, I mean, your damage roll would be your... your, your it would it, be times your rank plus your ability, then times your rank again? I feel like it would be the Marvel die times your rank. I feel like that's what they're going for. I think it makes Just sense. Just like yeah, a damage I mean, roll. I, I think that makes that's sense. That's what you multiply. The Marvel die times a Plus multiplier. your ability. Otherwise, why would the add-in thing... Why would they say add anything in? Yeah, because this is total, which doesn't make sense if yeah. you're multiplying. That's not totaling. Yeah. All right, so you're doing a vigilance check. So Marvel die times your rank plus your vigilance bonus. Gotcha. That makes sense. We have so many contacts at Marvel. We'll go ahead and reach out and get to the <laughs> bottom of this. But yeah, it's just it, focus and health can get so high, and recovering with a karma is such numbers, a finite yeah. resource that, you know, I would think the balance. Would be <laughs> I feels like I really need the karma right now. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. I do. Did anybody uh, else recover stuff, or do we still have one left? Uh, Ashfall, did you recover too? Oh, go for it, Bijou. I haven't taken it yet. Well, you, you needed focus, so take it. I've, for some reason, I thought there were three options. You can have it. Never mind. You, I don't need it. But you can also it. spend a point of karma to do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. I haven't um, spent karma. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'll roll vigilance and grab some focus. Yeah, elixir is just free karma. Uh, because I forget to hand it out during a session. So you get elixir. Yeah, I just want to not sit at 45 health. So I'll spend. And that's yeah. resilience instead of vigilance, Lynn. Um, and that's going to bring us to the top of the round then. The Prime Sentinel, you can tell that the time dilation uh, has uh, retracted. The bubble fades. Uh, you see the wind blowing uh, through this barren wasteland. Uh, things start swaying again. Wraith, you are at the top of the round. I'm just going to hold. Okay. Holding your action. Uh, do you have to like choose a trigger when you hold an action? 
in this game? I don't remember. Uh, I think so. I think it, it just said in... Hold your turn when it yeah. would usually come. If so, oh, you pick a new initiative number or yeah. specify when to act later. This becomes your new place in the initiative. So, so it's... Technically, uh, so would be after, after me now. At, well, so, you would want it to be after his place in the initiative. You so go I'll after just stick with what I've got. I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to hold my reactions. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and that brings us to Ashfall. I will hold my initiative number until after his. And your barrier, was that a concentration as well? If so, your stairway would have collapsed. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, but, 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 let me check. Yes, it is concentration confirmed. So okay, it, so it you would have lost that power, uh, and then it, uh, the the stairway would have like lost its cohesion. Oh, okay. Well, then I will use my action to recreate that barrier because he is forty feet up, and I'm going to try to uh, create a staircase towards him again. All right, the new one. Uh, and, and we can say that action. by the time it started to lose its coherence, the time bubble was up again. Uh, and you are able to maintain it. You don't have to rebuild it. You just re-strengthen it. You, you funnel that energy into it again. Uh, and that brings us to Stranglehold. I will hold my action to after him before Bijou. So whatever that is, like 13.25 or something like that. Yeah, no worries. I put him at uh, 0.5 because he had a fantastic success. But it didn't gotcha. matter because the time dilation went up before he had the chance to use that on the fantastic round. Uh, all right. So it is his turn. And uh, the same mindless, monotonous tone, he says, anything you can do, we can do better. And he still maintains that we, despite you clearly destroying the other sentinel there. Um, and again, uh, we're going in order of the overlay here as he begins to fly down uh, and he is going towards Aaron this time. Uh, his eyes settle. Uh, and he's going to be making that ego attack against you. I immediately use my reaction and stop time again. Just for one round, just for myself, and then I teleport away. Okay. Uh, so you're doing the, the timeout, the 15 cost. Yep. Uh, so I get you... uh, I still get my uh, two standard actions for the turn mm -hmm. in the timeout, and I just teleport away. All right, so the mathematics of the turn and when we pick up are throwing me off. Um, I'm going to say that it's your reaction. Oh, yeah, uh, I stopped time for an entire in. turn, so it goes all the way right, back right, right. to the... So it goes all the way turn. back to the top of the round. Yep. Okay. And then I use my movement um, and one standard action to teleport far, far away. Wait, okay. Why wouldn't way outside of his line of sight? Why wouldn't strangle? Why wouldn't strangle and Bijou get the because go -go? he didn't, didn't pay the for bubble. the bubble. I just used he just the... did for himself. Uh, there are two different abilities. Okay. All right. And that brings us to Ashfall then. And I should have used the bubble. Sorry, I wasn't thinking about that. But I mean, it was he was still phasing, so it wouldn't have changed anything. I was just getting out, trying to get out of his line of sight. Bijou, you want to get up there? Uh, if you want to say that you physical? use the bubble, we can retcon that because he okay. did have to drop the phase uh, to to start making that attack. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I mean, it's the same cost. So, but I only paid for it for one round. Okay, yeah, so same it cost. Time for that one round, and then it would have been 
um, Ashfall and Stranglehold's turn. So there was the flicker of this energy field, uh, and the slight translucence disappears. Uh, time freezes around the rest of you again. Wraith has not yet teleported away because it's not his turn yet. Uh, and Stranglehold, you are right in front of this guy. He's technically 10 spaces away from you, but you have reach for that. Close enough. Uh, yeah, I will try to do my grappling technique. Uh, so basically, again, just fishing for Fantastics uh, as that is going to hit. So let's see if I can grab them. Thanks for the record. Uh, I'm close still attack getting used is, to the, no still getting used no to the new We're powers. <laughs> Uh, and okay. because he's paralyzed with the time stop, time is frozen for him right now. Uh, it's an automatic hit for close attacks. Yeah, it's automatic hit. I'm just fishing for for fantastic oh, yeah, the damage. For the damage. Uh, I did not get one, so damage is going to be. I only I rolled really bad, so only 31 points of damage. Um, but he is grabbed, uh, and then I will immediately use spin and throw um, as opposed to coiling crush. Uh, so I'm going to spin around and kind of throw him down onto the ground. Um, so this is the same thing triggers off as a react is one of my reactions triggers off grabbing somebody, which is what I just did. Uh, and then I make another melee attack. And so this case, uh, it's also going to hit. So then I'm going to try to get my fantastics again and I am just Nope. God dang. Uh, so same exact points of damage. Uh, so again, he takes another 31 points of damage. So 62 total between the two. Uh, he is prone, uh, but no longer grabbed or pinned. All right. And we'll just move him there. He is prone. Uh, and he, you basically throw him off the stairway uh, and he was perfectly vertical before and now he's still frozen in time and you kind of just slam him into the ground. Uh, the dust flies up, but the cloud doesn't dissipate. It's just the momentum that you cause that holds it there. Uh, and you see that glowing uh, mesh appear as your uh, hand hits him and coils and grips. But as you uh, pull your hand back, the, the energy field literally doesn't have the time to disappear it's still there shining in the dust anything else on your turn all right Bijou. um no that's it oh. i think yeah yeah all right um it is a 10 to hit him uh i'm gonna say because he's prone you can take an edge as well because he's paralyzed he's not moving can i um actually Actually, no, never mind. She has to fail at it. Never mind. Good. Okay. What are you doing, Bijou? Okay, so he is now paralyzed? Uh, yeah, we're saying he's paralyzed because of the time dilation, so it's only a 10 range to hit him. And you can have an edge on the attack because he got prone. So if I just go over and touch him, he would then be grabbed? Um you would probably have to leave the bubble to get away from him because he was 10 spaces away. Uh, and the bubble only goes about four spaces. You have to stay closer to Wraith. Um, if you were okay, able to pull fine. him closer, shoot. you'd be able to grab it's him. Fine. Yeah. It's so fine. grabbing, um, grabbing is a standard. A I, I do something different because I have grappling technique, but grab is a standard action. It is a melee attack. So yes, if you walked up and just touched him, it's an automatic success on a melee attack and he would automatically be grabbed then because that's what the grab action does. Yes. 
Okay. The answer to the question was yes. The problem is that you can only get six spaces close to him. Yeah. Well, and the thing with resize other is that it technically it takes two rounds because it's a standard action to grab and then it's a standard action to resize. So like you got to go through the whole thing. So I'm just going to shoot instead. Like I can resize object, but I don't know that that's necessarily going to work the same. So I'm just going to shoot and that is going to be a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 hits. Yeah, you only needed a 10 there. Okay. Um, and four, five, 25. It's going to be a 32. Nice. Uh, 32 damage. Nice. And then I will invoke fast hands to shoot again. Okay. Uh, 32 is not enough to take him out, but he is getting hit hard. And with the, the point where the mesh uh, appeared, you can see that it's already strained from where Stranglehold was hitting him, and your energy blast just hits him dead on and hits it even harder, and then you follow it up. How are you doing on this one? Uh, 22 again to hit, and then the damage is going to be... 37. 37. Um, sorry, I was distracted by something. No worries. 37 energy damage. Describe how you take him out. Uh, and so just Bijou sort of been just kind of like everybody else, just kind of a little frustrated with like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? They're on the way up there. And so now that like Stranglehold has sort of like brought him like literally kind of like down to earth, literally and figuratively. Um, so she's just going to, you know, kind of do the thing where she kind of, you know, kind of grabs at her, her, her necklace uh, with her bracelet. Um, and you just see just the, um, just the energy and then just sort of like in, in kind of rapid fire succession that like energy blast. And just as the time dilation is wearing off, he only paid for a turn this time. The bubble begins to fade and the cloud of dust goes up even higher as the last energy blast hits the sky and he does not get up again. You're here in this cloud of dust. These two prime sentinels were powerful enough to steal your abilities to dampen your powers one of the most existential threats you can imagine they take away your identity what what makes you who you are and as you're grappling with the philosophical consequences of this speakers rise up out of the ground nearby you see a blimp with a, a screen on it and you see this fat yellow man with wires for hair and he is just cackling <laughs> excellent show the ratings are through the roof and that's where we're going to end the session for tonight <laughs> I you all chose Mojo World later. you're going to get it <laughs> I realized later I should have walked over to him after I shot him and said, anything you can do, we can do better. But oh, my brain be works oh, that would be like five minutes That's too good. slow. <laughs> That's a good line for next time. Yeah. Uh,
and uh remind me uh talk about fast hands uh to get that sorted for you because fast hands is actually only allows you to do reactions not another attack but rule of cool and honestly this guy was so close uh it wouldn't have made a difference he was going down on one more hit he wouldn't have been able to stop it uh so it didn't change anything mechanically but i know uh, people are going to be talking about the comments and i want you to know that that rule uh did not go by us um let's do some shout outs real quick uh before we get to that, though, uh, let's talk about the giveaway. We're doing another giveaway in the YouTube comments. So when this video is live, when you're watching it on YouTube, uh, leave us a comment, say something nice, say something positive, tell us what you love about these amazing characters. Uh, I'm so happy to have you all as players. Uh, we are skipping the next session for the holidays. We're canceling that session on the 26th or something like that. Our session back will be January 2nd. So you have two weeks to be leaving a comment and to be telling your friends to leave comments as well to give them the chance uh, to win uh, this Demiplane Core rulebook. Thank you, Marvel, for providing these codes. Uh, when we come back in January, uh, we'll be dealing with Mojo and we'll be announcing a winner. Uh, Shoutouts. Aaron, what do you got going on at Garblag? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch us over at Garblag Games doing some more Marvel, Marvel Multiverse as I sit in the narrator's chair and try to live up to Steven's uh, excellent example of game mastering as we continue the Cataclysm of Kang and possibly finish off the Friendly Neighborhood Adventure, which is the Rank 2 Adventure for the Cataclysm of Kang. Then on Thursday, you can join the great Garblag himself, Pete, as he continues his Heroic Deeds campaign. That's his own game, sort of an old school feel with some modern mechanics as he runs everybody through the Red Hand of Doom, the classic adventure. And then the following Tuesday, not 100% sure, Millie may be back with some Coriolis, but it is Boxing Day in the UK, so I'm not sure that they're going to be streaming. But uh, just head over to the Garblag Discord and uh, and uh, ask around, and somebody will be able to tell you for sure. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Jeffrey? What yes, do we have sir, going Steven. on here? Lollygaggers. Uh, let's see. It doesn't work uh, calling me Steven because you always call me Steven. Okay, there's Steve. no extra syllable to add on. Oh, Stevens, oh, plural. Steve is my father's name. Okay, Steve. <laughs> Steve, I'm talking to. Uh, so next game up we've got is Thursday. Where you can see everyone here, with the exception of Steve, uh, playing some Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, but then after that, we're kind of off for basically a week uh, as we uh, no game on Friday, no game on Saturday, no game on Monday, no game on Tuesday. Uh, and then we'll be back again with more werewolf next week. So we're going to have, it's going to be the next two back-to-back -back games uh, as, as has been mentioned holidays. Uh, so we're going to take some time off uh, and, uh, and that's that, but we have plenty of stuff over on the YouTube page to, to look at. Uh, so if you, uh, if you, if you kind of came to us recently, got lots of old games there that we've been playing for the last couple of years. Uh, so feel free to take a look for something. Um, any final words of wisdom there, Steve? Uh, Nothing except uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate yeah. or don't celebrate. Have a good new year. That sounds great. Uh, follow the race when it pops up. Creepiest voice you can make. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>